Hey dear ones, it's Dr. Shelley. So I mentioned a while back that I started a new online school. Basically my travel schedule, as you know, uh, kind of got canceled this year. And so I converted a lot of my classes to the online format. And I have to tell you, this has been a complete joy and a complete blast. You can come on over and check the school out at healingarts.thinkific.com. And there you will find certification programs in Egyptian energy healing, my new Pythagorean healing series, and so much more with new courses being added all the time. And when you take one of my energy healing certification courses, you are invited to come on over to Zoom and join me personally for ongoing Zoom calls. And we have been having a complete blast. We've sent healing light out to people, out to animals, situations, the world, and everything in between. It's a great community, and I want you to join us. So check it out at healingarts.thinkific.com, and I'll look forward to welcoming you to a class very soon. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Hey, my dear friends, I hope you're doing great. So I wanted to release this episode with Alan Steinfeld today because his book is number one and it's amazing. You're going to love it. If you've ever wanted to know about UFOs, this is the book for you and you're going to love this interview. But before we get started, we've got some serious business we need to attend to. Our friends in India, as you probably know, are suffering And I want us to spend some time sending some love and light to everyone there. And um, I know I'm not alone when I say I've just been keeping them in my prayers constantly. So let's sit down and send them some light together. So go ahead and sit in your comfortable chair your feet on the floor and your hands in your lap and close your eyes and let's breathe together we're breathing in love and peace and joy and exhaling any tensions very good and so just extend your hands and imagine that you can hold India the entire country, the entire continent, 
in your hand and with your other hand just place your other hand over that and just send love and light and healing and let's just settle in for a moment as we imagine that love and healing light is just moving across the continent Notice how it can move to every single corner, sending love to all people of India, all cities, all of the natural surroundings, animals, plants, trees, bodies of water. the oceans surrounding India. And just imagine that the frequency of that healing can get lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. And the area gets brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And we send special prayers and light to all the doctors, the medical teams, and all who are helping we send compassion and grace and love to everyone there As we continue to think about all of our friends in India, just pray for their well-being as this loving light continues to work and we're just asking this healing to continue for as long as needed.
and knowing that this healing is continuing, we can bring our awareness back to the present moment and open our eyes. We'll be right back. Hey friends, I want you to check out my Past Life Lady YouTube channel that has tons of free videos that teach you how to do all kinds of things from energy healing, gem and mineral healing. I've got guided imagery up there for you. So check it out. Just go over to YouTube and type the words past life lady in the search bar and hit subscribe. And I'll look forward to welcoming you over to my channel today. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Care. You can visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So we're bringing you amazing guests, including my guest today, Alan Steinfeld has written an amazing book called Making Contact. He has some of the heavy hitters in the UFO field all in one book. We're talking Linda Moulton Howe, Nick Pope, the late great Pulitzer Prize winner, John Mack, JJ and Desiree Hertak, and so much more. Alan, welcome to Healing Arts. Thank you. Uh, it's great because it is sort of a healing for the planet, what I tried to do in this book. Absolutely. You know what I love is, you know, if you want, it, it reminded me of going to like a big all-you-can-eat buffet. Everything that you want to know about UFOs is here in one place. And you've got the best of the best. Right. And you know what? There's still a lot more to know. This is just the beginning of a, of a global dialogue about what's really going on. And this is why we're living in the most exciting times that we could imagine, right? Because absolutely, it's, it's all so, coming down. Yeah, you're talking about the fact, yes, that it's coming down and it's going to be revealed. So how is that going to go down? And what do you think is in store for humanity? Well, in June, there was a mandate for the Senate to come forward in the COVID relief bill of December 2020. You know about that. They were given 180, 180 days for the intelligence committees, the intelligence organizations, CIA, FBI, NSA, to come forward with facts about UFOs, what they've observed. And now we're seeing leaked videos by the Pentagon of actual off-world vehicles. They have actually almost admitted it. They did say, these are not from any country we know. That's a backwards way of saying, well, you know what? They're from somewhere out there from off planet. So we're getting this acknowledgement by governments that there's something else happening. And you know what? Nobody knows what's going on. And so I wrote this book as a way to prepare people for this bigger reality. I mean, it, it sounds like such science fiction, but when you get the Navy coming out and saying that, yes, 
there are UFOs and we want our pilots to report that when the Pentagon comes out and says, well, those are official videos that were taken by Air Force and you get uh, someone like Luis Alessandro, you know who he is? He's one of the mm -hmm. former Pentagon people saying, we have so much more footage. We've come within 50 feet of these craft and um, we can't explain it. So what was once science fiction is now science fact, right? It's now validated. The New York Times front page saying this is a Senate committee to investigate UFOs for five years. So this is undeniable. But what is not being talked about and what I do talk about in the book is who's behind these objects. Like who is there? Why are we being visited? What do they want? You know, that is the big question. Are they friendly? Are they not? Well, I think if they weren't friendly, we would have, um, we would have been in a lot more trouble than we are in. And they, they actually, there's reports by military of the UFOs over air, like nuclear missile silos and deactivating the nuclear codes. So, and they've done this in the US and Russia. There's a couple of books and there's a couple of former military people out talking about this. So they're here to protect us from ourselves, I think. And they're not gonna clean up our mess, but there's something here. That is the first level that is undeniable. There's something going on and we have to get there as a planetary civilization. We just have to start by acknowledging that truth. We're being visited. We have company. Guess what, honey? We have company. So, yes. I can't understand anyone who doesn't understand that we don't have company. That's where I'm kind of getting my mind blown. I mean, are we really still, do you still think there's a lot of people on this planet who don't understand that we're not alone? Yeah, when you know who Avi Loeb is, Avi Loeb was a Harvard astronomer. Yes. He wrote a book called Extraterrestrial, just about an object that entered the solar system in October of 2017 that was very thin, maybe metallic. And some people said it was just some strange asteroid that was from another solar system. But he's saying this was some kind of technology that flew by us and he's been ridiculed and he says you can't say it's alien you can't say this so there's um a scientific establishment there's the you know fundamentalists who say no these must be demons and and so and there's just people stuck in an old way of thinking what i call the horse and buggy thinking you know the uh, people rather have their horse and buggy than the automobile because that would ruin society. And that's just the same level of mentality uh, of change that we're in. But you know what? Since 2020, nothing is normal anymore, right? The whole world sure. has been in lockdown and something is different now. And so I think that makes us more ready for the unknown, because the unknown is uh, not like anything we have known. So I can't understand it either, why there's so much resistance. I think this is so exciting and it's real. It's not like some science fiction story, although it may play out that way. There are crashed ships. If you look at um, July 23rd, 2020, New York Times, Eric Davis said, I have informed Senate committees on crash retrievals. Area 51. I mean, 
these are these are things going on that can't be denied, even if people want to deny it. They're not ready for modern times. We are in a new world because of COVID, because of everything that's gone down, because we are ready for something completely different. We really are. The old are. world is finished. We need to work together. And that's another part of the book as one species, yeah. not at odds with each other. We have more to fear from each other than we do from any extraterrestrial. Let's Let's wake up to the fact that they're really, we're really all one species here. Different shades, different sizes, different, you know, um, ideas, but we're oneness, universe. We're part of a, and we're part actually of a bigger world ecology, I call it. Absolutely. It. I mean, what do you think it would take for us to really? you know, hone in on that, just having a saucer fly over our heads that everyone can see. Maybe we would finally go, wait, we're a human species, you know? You, you know, I think it's an making contacts an inside job. I think they're coming and going because they don't want us, they don't want to do this. They don't want to just fly mm -hmm. over and say, oh, we're, we're here because that might be too drastic. But if there's yeah. reports in the newspapers, if somebody said, oh yeah, I saw something, it, it slowly becomes a, a fact instead of all at once appearing. Right. You know, there's that poem by Emily Dickinson. You know, Emily Dickinson, the poet? Yes. She says, tell the truth, but tell it at a slant because we don't want to be dazzled too much. It might be too much. So she said that in 1864 or something. But yeah, tell the truth, but tell it at a slant because the truth can be dazzling. And so we don't want to be dazzled. We want to be integrated into this new reality. And that's why I wrote the book, the subtitles, Preparing for the New Realities of Extraterrestrial Existence. This is a preparation. And I tried to sum up everything that we know about this phenomena from the last 75 years, from 11 different perspectives. Because no one has the whole truth. No one really knows what's going on here. Nobody, nobody's put all the pieces of the puzzle together. But if the pieces of the puzzle are being hidden by the government, we're never going to understand this. But it's time, it's time to look at a bigger picture of who we are, that we, life is not just a, a, like a freak of like this planet, like being blasted by lightning out of like some, um, you know, muddy puddle and suddenly bursting into whatever this is, whatever you are, life, I think, is an abundant um, emergent property of existence. It, it, it goes along with existence. Look how abundant life is when we let it flourish. And I think what planet Earth is, and it's a great planet. I love this planet. It's one of my favorite planets. But it's not that unique, I think. I mean, there probably are other types of beings, intelligent beings, other plant forms, other animal forms. I mean, some people think the dolphins and whales were brought from another planet, the elephant. There's no real evolutionary um, progression of what an elephant is or what a dolphin or whale. I or mean, an octopus. Say, or an octopus. Yes, my teacher, my octopus. I think there are off-world species yes. some that that have evolved in oceans that were brought here. So 
the world is much more mysterious than science who thinks it has figured everything out is telling us. It, it, you know, that's the problem. The military, the politicians, the media, and the scientists cannot say, guess what? We don't know what's going on. That is a big challenge. That's, that's the problem. Not that they don't know what's going on. They can't admit that they don't know what's going on. That's why they call, you know, this DNA, junk DNA. Can you, can you imagine how ignorant that is to call something junk DNA? Like, oh yeah, it's just in there to fill in the gaps. There's nothing in nature that is arbitrary, but that's what, you know, looking at, you know, not being under, understand the DNA code, they say, oh yeah, we don't understand. That's probably just not necessary. That is a level of ignorance that is embarrassing for scientists to say. They might say, we don't know what's going on. There's more here than we have yet to understand. That's the mature look. And that's what I hope scientists will say about being visited. There's, well, we don't know who these beings are, but we need to have a public conversation about this so it can be known, so we can um, start to fill in the gaps and not just make it a mystery, you know? Absolutely. We're ready. You're what, ready. What do you think the, the most important thing that we need to do as a species right here to get prepared for this revelation that we're going to have? Put down your weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yes! No, they, you know, the pop, the, I mean, does, do these other beings want to um, visit a planet whose favorite pastime is tribal warfare and killing each other? Okay. I think that's number one. We have to come together as a global unit, not a one world government, but a one world consciousness and, and, and share resources. I mean, why can't we do that? Get mm -hmm. rid of corporate greed, the 1% elite, you know, um, there's that level of consciousness that's still separating us from each other. When we have, when we come together as a oneness, that allows other voices to meet us as, as a singularity. So that's the first thing we have to do. Yeah, they're going to be coming and going and making contact with some individuals who are ready for, who are open-hearted and open-minded, but we need to change how we treat each other, how we treat the planet, and, and open ourselves to an awareness of other realities. So that's Absolutely. what that's what we that's what we're ready for. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Um, well, you, I grew up in New Mexico and I've just always believed in this. So this, like I said, yes. it's very shocking to me to think that we're still having this conversation, trying to get people on board with this. I thought we would yeah. have been there by now, but. Where in New Mexico? You, are you there now in New Mexico? I'm in Texas now, but I grew up in Albuquerque. Okay. Well, so. Linda Moulton Howe is in Albuquerque. She's one of the best researchers we have. So what were you going to ask me again? Um, I wanted to talk about part of the book that I thought was so interesting was your own story about what happened to you. Mm -hmm. um, and I was wondering if you could share some of that, how you got into this yourself, realizing mm -hmm. that this is for real. Yeah. You know, I always loved looking at the stars when I was young, you know, and um, wanted to know what was out there. What were those lights in the sky? Nobody else seemed to care about that, you know, but I wanted to yeah. know. 
And then I read a lot of science fiction and, um, but I did have a cross country trip with this girlfriend uh, who I met in Sedona and we drove, you know, from, well, we went up the West coast and then we went back to East and we we're driving. And in the middle of the night, we just got tired of driving and pulled along the side of the road and passed out. But all through the night, I had the sense and I asked her later that we were just frozen in time. We were frozen. We were like suspended animation. That is a weird feeling. I never had that before. And then I, re then I found out actually when I got back to New York that there was a mark on the back of my leg that I think happened that night. And then like a few months later, I was woken up in the middle of the night and hold this little being, this little hybrid being that I think with big eyes. And um, so just to make a long story shorter, um, I think they took some of my genetics they gave me this little being to bond with. I didn't know what to make of it. I was kind of saying, this is weird, but I, I think this is what the alien abduction program has been about, taking genetics, breeding a species that was half alien and half human because they, they need our genes to evolve. They hit the end, these little grays I'm talking about because there's many types of species. The little grays need part of what we have, which is our compassion, our feeling, our empathy, because they bred that out of them. They became pure intellect. So they wanna create a species that has that intellect, but also has the emotional feeling capacity. And that's why they, I don't know if they're still doing that, but in the 80s and into the 90s, I think starting in the 60s, they were, they were creating these species, this hybrid species, for their evolution, not to take over our planet, but to inhabit another world that is full of joy and possibility. Absolutely. So do you think most of the visitors we have now are um, friendly? Do you think there's, it's like people, some of them are not so good and most of them are pretty good people? I think they are like people. I think you're right. We can say, yeah, there's some people you don't wanna hang out with. There's some species you don't wanna hang out with, maybe the reptilians. But all of this though is happening in another level of reality. That's something that I mm -hmm. think people have to realize when they show up here, like in front of us, there's a shift in consciousness. They are not, they are not of this world. They, they are of a different mental and vibratory state and they shift, they change our ability to function so some people have freaked out about that, but I think that just goes with the territory that they're different in many, many ways. And that doesn't make them bad. If someone's different, right. something's different. We have to get used to the fact that there are many levels of reality and um, nothing is black and white. There's that word good and bad should be removed from our vocabulary. I totally agree with that. So it's all shades of color. Absolutely. So you like the book, right? You, I do. Uh, you I think it's fantastic. Um, I, I had been interdimensionally contacted by a blue being many years ago who oh, came to me in my mind's eye at a rest stop in New Mexico. Oh, there you go. So what you're speaking of, yeah, and in the book, you talk so eloquently about the idea of what you just said, which is that this is not like someone standing in my living room. This is more of an inner play in the mind because these beings are operating on different frequencies well it's an play in the mind but it's also a shift of the 
exterior world. That's my sense. Like they're in this world because they have that interdimensional quality, but they shift. They shift our perspective when they're in our vicinity. Like when you met that blue being, was that in a kind of higher altered state? Yeah, I was kind of, um, I was driving to New Mexico from Texas and I stopped at a rest stop and there was no one in the rest stop. I closed my eyes for a minute and I just saw this, this face right in my face. And I woke right. up and I looked around, no one was there. And right. when I got to the, I was doing energy healing at a spa and the girl at the front desk went, oh my gosh, there's a blue lady standing behind you. I hadn't told anyone because I still thought maybe wow. I was having a weird dream. So, and then this being ended up showing me a lot of different things over the years. So. So everything that in your book is so wonderful because I hear you. I hear you. Yes, I believe it. Well, thank you. No, it's nice to talk to people who aren't skeptical and say, prove this. And no. but uh, is that being still with you? Um, I don't know. That, well, another I thing that so. happened. Maybe it's integrated. You know, what, tell, your, yeah. um, your forward is by our friend, George Nori, who we all love. And I love the forward for the book too, because George is so busy interviewing everybody that this gives him a chance to talk about the fact that he's totally fascinated yes. with these beings. And so the yes. other being that yes. had contacted me, I went to Egypt and I bought a moonstone ring and there's a being in the ring. I wow. have showed it to George. I've showed it to others. Nobody knows what this, this creature is, but it's been in my ring for 21 years. It doesn't look like anything that I guess anyone's ever really seen before, you know, but I feel like I'd it's like very to helpful. see that. Yeah. I'll email it to you. I will email it. To I'm you. in it's Sedona. Are you coming through Sedona? Oh gosh. I hope I do. That's my favorite place. I'm at some point. Yes. I will definitely be back mm -hmm. in Sedona. Are you in Austin, Texas or somewhere that you don't? Yeah. I'm in that? Dallas now. So I'm North oh. of there, but yeah, I do go to Austin a lot. And oh. I'm just, I can't wait to get back out into public, but Sedona mm -hmm. is one of my favorite places on earth. No, it's so nice. I think the more and more people will be having the kind of experiences that you've had to tell us that there's more to reality. So that's really what the book is about. It's telling people there's more here than the programming that we've been led to believe, the conditioning, the mind conditioning. There's something more. We're part of a bigger world. Yeah, and like you said, every person you've got in there sharing their personal experience, it's always so different, you know, but yet that common thread that, yes, guess what? When you look in the night sky, there's people out there, beings. Absolutely. Yes. Well, you're glowing. Uh, you have great lighting or just your eyes are quite, I mean, interdimensional. I think you, you, you got something for sure. You know, interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe the blue lady is still around. We'll see. I think maybe she integrated with you. Do you oh, think? wow. Who there's possible. You never maybe know. She is, was you all along a higher level and now you're you know, one with that higher level. Yeah, you never know. I, I do a lot of past life regressions. So sometimes people, you know, zap back into other planets and and I've seen myself on different planets as well. So, so yeah, you're preaching to the choir today here, my friend. So oh, good. And I love your book. Everybody, if I, again, I don't know who these viewers and listeners are who aren't on board with what we're talking about, but if you've mm -hmm. ever wanted to know everything that anyone has thought about what is going on here and what is going to be happening. Right. You've got to get Alan's book. I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. Making contact. Making contact. I love the cover. You like the cover? I wasn't oh, sure I do. about it. 
because it was a little simple, but I guess it works because you want to catch people's attention. And it's time. The government is finally buckling under the fact that there's something going on here. We are in new times. It's very, very yeah. exciting. It is. It's an exciting time to be alive. And so mm -hmm. I think it's a perfect time for this to come out. I just hope more people really start to digest what's being said here. Thank you, Shelly. What's your YouTube channel? What's your channel? Uh, my YouTube channel is Past Life Lady. Okay. So, and Maybe. I will send you a link to okay. our show. And um, I just wish you continued success with everything you're doing, just putting it out there. That's what needs to happen. And it's a yeah. great book. I will have the links for everyone so that you can check out Alan's book and we'll give you his website and everything else. Yeah. Alan, I just want... I just want to say, though, it's many different perspectives because no one has the whole truth. So, yes, you're right, Shelley. It's everything everyone wanted to know. But the fact is, we don't know everything. There's all these different pieces. But once people read this book and start to have the conversation and, and we finally hear the truth from our government, we'll be in a different playing field where we can say, what is this really about? What's its impact on humanity? How can we benefit from this as a planetary civilization? How does it expand the consciousness that we are? How does it expand our human capacity? And I think it's a, it's a game changer all around and it's very exciting. We're in a new time. We are. I, I think you make a good point. Like we do, It's not like we know exactly what's going on, but I think when people read your book and they read all the different perspectives, there could be somebody sitting there at home reading this going, wait a minute, something weird happened to me. Exactly. And maybe something that one of those people said in there is going to go, ding, I'm not the only one. Exactly. You That's know? a big part of just having this conversation with you. It's like, there's something else and you're talking about it and other, somebody else will say, well, I had this experience. I've never forgotten it. And like my abduction in 1987, it's like I can go right back there right now as if it is happening or just happened. So there's these islands of awareness that we can string together that will form a whole continent. So a possibility. Thank you, Shelley, for your time. Thank you, Alan. It's a great book. Tell us your website and how people can get a hold of you. And I'm going to have your book link. So, well, my main platform is my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash new realities. Is this live now? Are we going live? Uh, this will be on uh, soon. Okay. It's going to be, it's pre-recorded right now. So every, every week on my YouTube channel, I do a channeling round table and I do an ET round table or, or discussion. That's Wednesday nights at 7 PM Eastern. And then I'm on Clubhouse a lot on extraterrestrial evidence. You could find me on Facebook, Alan Steinfeld. You can email me at newrealities at earthlink.net. But get the book and start to wake up to some new realities because it is time for our awakening. Yes, it's time. It's past time, but it's time. It's so it's time. Absolutely. We will have the links to your YouTube channel and all of the other links that you shared. Alan, it is a joy to meet you. Oh. It's so much fun to talk about this. And I just wish you continued success and great success with this book. It's a wonderful book, everybody. Thank you, you for saying there. that. You know, I just did it. I mean, I didn't, I said, okay, I'll try this, but I'm getting a good response and people are, re, are saying, yeah, there's something here. So thank you for 
acknowledging that. Absolutely. And, and we'll be in touch, hopefully. Okay. Yes. Thanks. All right, friends, we've done it again. Another episode of Healing Arts. So until next time, mm. look up in the sky and realize it, that we're not alone. And this I'll see you next time. This is a big healing for humanity. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Thanks. So that's it for today, my dear one. So I was actually woken up this morning by my guides and they said, put Alan's recording out here today. And, you know, his book is number one right now. So we definitely want to support that. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to that. Um, it is a really, really fascinating book. But most people who know me, I think, do know that I have definitely been contacted by aliens and I am a huge believer in that. So if it's nothing that you've ever thought of before, I actually have some students who are very new to um, this kind of thinking. So if it's new, you know, I, I definitely recommend his book because it, it's going to give you a broad overview of everything that's going on in that field. So. Anyway, we've got some amazing guests coming up starting this weekend. And again, um, let's keep India and all of our friends there in our thoughts, because this is really, as you know, an unbelievably serious situation over there. So know that I'm sending you lots of love and peace and joy this week. And I hope you have an amazing week. And I'll see you next time on Healing Arts. Healing Arts is sponsored in part by PastLifeLady.com, my official website where you can find information about past life regression, my books, energy healing methods, gems, stones, and minerals, and more. Visit PastLifeLady.com for more details and through the generous donations from supporters like you. Click on the links to discover how you can support the Healing Arts program. And thank you in advance. Namaste.